This is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you about today is, what are the little things some investors miss? Before we get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So as investors, we go out there and look for properties and like to do the best deal that we can. But if you're not a seasoned campaigner or a daily person that gets out there and inspects properties, there are some things that you're going to miss out. And I guess we are buyers agents and we do help clients buy properties. But I guess we want to put some insight into you as investors, whether you choose to try and do it on your own and it may help you bring a little bit, bit of value, a little bit of insight to what you're doing, or you get the knowledge from us and have the see our value that we're creating for clients and decide to come on board. So whatever way it is for you, hopefully through some of the insights that I'm about to give you, you can actually kind of either agree or disagree to the fact of these things and how relevant they are. And maybe they're more relevant in some areas and not so much in others. So we've got to actually continue with this education and you've got to remember that things are constantly changing in our markets. And it's really important that we keep up to date on some of this information and move ourselves forward in terms of our knowledge, our skills, our education, and really in in terms of our mindset, our intuition, our gut feel on things as well, because we want to get in tune with the way markets adapt, the way behavior of of consumers are changing and, and evolving you know, there comes a time where, you know, everyone's on social media where people are doing and transacting things in a different basis. We're not using ATMs as much anymore. We're using tap and go. We're using Apple Watches or the, our phones to make transactions. We're carrying, carrying less cash. So that's an idea in uh, retail and, and spending habits of people. What's actually happening in property and how people are viewing properties? Now, I've talked about recently of you know agents selling their home, or their their property listings through uh, Facebook or Instagram accounts, and actually not going to realestate.com.au to actually put properties on the market. So how do you engage in some of those? off-market deals when you're actually just looking at realestate.com.au or domain.com.au um, only. So you've got to be up with the times. And I think that is probably one aspect uh, as an investor that you really need to keep a tune on. So you need to be subscribing to those agents in the area that are actually really uh, you know, putting out their, their you know, best deals or off-market deals only to their database rather than use the marketing strategies of, a, of um, websites to actually or platforms like real estate or domain to actually put their sales um, properties on on the on the web. So it's a different form, and that, I guess that leads into some of the um, extent of human behavior of ideas in um, what comes into transacting properties. For my first point, I'd like to make is that we are finding that more affluent buying buyers or in more affluent areas that those particular individuals are actually heading over to Europe and the US during this time of um, a holiday season. So, you know, there's a, a school holidays and families will take, you know, will go all together for Europe to for two or three, um, maybe four weeks if they can get time off for the kids to go to school. And um, they're actually taking these, uh, you know, mid-year and also year-end holidays. 
So that chunk of time might actually see less property going onto the market and less buyer activity as well. So how does that actually adapt and change? And you'll actually find that even some real estate agents are taking through these slow periods, actually go and take some holidays themselves. So this is important for us to actually think about what our market's doing. Maybe we are in affluent areas and that is happening. Maybe we're in less affluent areas and that is still happening. You know, people, maybe some people are just going up to Queensland for a, a bit of a trip for a couple of weeks um, instead of going to Europe or the US. So there is different ways that people are going to do things. And we've got to really get a sense of you know, what those individual agents are doing, what those individual consumers are doing out in the marketplace. So that's one thing to keep in mind when you're actually out there and about. Maybe the buyer's numbers are low, but it's something that might be only for a couple of weeks. Maybe there's a, a lack of listings on the market, but maybe it might only be for a couple of weeks. What happens when things get back to normal? Is there a, a case in point where by mid-July, um, early August, that you know, property starts to come on the market and there's more buyers out there? So we've got to watch and tune in for these sort of things. A second point I'd like to make is building relationships with agents will help with knowing if they want to move property in a fast or slow pace. So getting really in tune and having those discussions and powerful questions with those agents on a regular basis to see where their appetite is for a particular property. Maybe it's a case that you get an idea and a feeling they might not give you the whole story, but it's a case that you can get the sense that that seller wants to take their time and get premium price. So if you're looking and price driven on that particular with that particular client or your own investing, you might stay away from that particular property. And then you might ask for a more motivated seller if you're looking to get a bargain deal. And or if you're really needing a, a certain type of pro property, then you actually approach several agents and give your specifics about what you want. And if you can really define that, people are gonna keep you top of mind because you've got a client ready and you can actually transact property quicker. And get a sense that maybe if an agent, like I said, is over in the Europe or the US is looking to go on holidays, maybe they want to tie up loose ends on a property deal and get it transacted before they leave. So that's one way to sort of get the motivation happening. So if you know what they're actually going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, if you can get that property deal done and sewn up and find that extra motivation to convince them to put some a little bit of pressure on the seller, it can make uh, you know things worthwhile for you and, and maybe for a client that you have as well. So the third point I'd like to make is um, getting those off-market deals. And I've talked about them already, but I just want to highlight a little bit further because especially we've got an environment right now that listing numbers are quite low around the country on average. So if you're going to see a lot of off-market deals, these relationships with agents are vitally important. You want to be, like I said, top of mind and making sure that you're going to uh, speak to agents on a regular basis, going to their open inspections, asking about other deals that are out there and constantly having those conversations about what is actually happening and making sure that you are getting those deals come to you and often if you can get them even exclusively to you or know about them a day or two before other people, then it makes you um, ahead of the game and you might be able to secure something if you're ready to go. And, you know, it's the same situation for us. And, you know, agents are calling us and we'll have it off market for a couple of days or a week before anyone gets the opportunity because we know it's coming through. We're, they're just waiting for a signed contract 
and they can actually get it across the line for us and we can have someone prepared and ready to go with an idea of price, cash flow, um, the size of the land and some ideas around that. If we keep it off market, keep it exclusive and actually it makes that deal so much more easier and quicker to transact and we've got no competition. We can select the price on that property within range and fair value for, for that seller but if they are motivated and they want a quick sale, it makes it really good for us and we put ourselves in a really good position. So I think that's really important for, for investors to think about those little intricacies of what you might miss, those little questions, those little contacts that you make with individuals to actually make those deals happen. And that's vitally important in any market. You know, if it is a booming market, you want to hear about those off-market deals because they won't even touch market sometimes. If someone's not really, as a seller, prepared to open their house to the masses of people out there. So get on top of these. It is a low listing environment right now. So these relationships are even more important as we speak. So if you want to talk about this topic further or discuss your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing, please do call me on 0400-332-377. And thanks so much for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.